Hi there, welcome to my show. Welcome to the Ask Akinlabi Show. The show where you get the best advice on small business, marketing, success, and life in general. Enjoy. Hello there, once again, welcome to another edition of the Ask Akin Alabi Show. Now, first off, I want to begin by apologizing to you for not bringing you this show regularly. Um, a lot has happened since the last time that I recorded an edition of the show. I've been extremely busy. Um, as you all know, I'm a member of the House of Representatives. And as a chairman of one of the committees, the committee on governmental affairs, I've been extremely busy, especially over the issue of the budget. Um, the 2021 budget was being worked on at the National Assembly. And as a chairman of a committee, it was my responsibility to coordinate and organize the budget defense of several ministries and government agencies. So there was a lot of back and forth and um, we got it sorted in December. And now we're on recess, so I've got a bit of time on my hands, so I apologize for that. Now, another reason why I've not been able to regularly record this is I, I had an idea about this show, and the idea was that as I'm recording the audio version, I'll be recording the video as well. So I do the work once. I put out the audio, then the recordings, the video recordings, I'll be able to put it on YouTube and also have mini cuts that I'll put on Places like Twitter and Instagram, uh, short clips people can watch on social media. So that was my aim. So I can do the work once and use in different ways on different platforms. But video recording needs a bit of logistics. It's easy for me to just come and record the audio. But if I want to record video, I need a director. I need a lot of cameras. We need to get it perfect. But sometimes I have something I want to say quickly. So... I will have to wait till the video team arrives and to find we'll find a suitable date for everybody. But so I've decided that from now on, I'll record audio whether I have the video team in place or not. So I'll record the audio, put it out, because that's the the real nature of podcasts. Anyway, it's supposed to be an audio thing. So I'll regularly put out the audio content. So when I have the opportunity, I'll do videos. And uh, in a nutshell, I won't wait for video recording before i record new editions now that's not saying i'm going to be recording every day but it's definitely going to be better than what we had before now we know what this show is about questions people ask me questions they send me emails ask at akinalabi.com tag me hashtag ask akinalabi on twitter on instagram i pick the questions i answer right there some of them i bring it to this show especially topics on small business, politics, and governance. Um, we've got a lot of questions, but um, because this is going to be like, I don't know if I should call it an abridged version, it's going to be, even if it's 15 minutes, 10 minutes, I make sure I regularly record something. So today, what I just want to do is do a kind of catch up and say a couple of things that I've been up to before I start taking questions. Now, two major things happened, and this has nothing to do with business time. This is about politics and governance. Two major things have happened. Um, after the NSAS, the NSAS thing was major. Um, after that, a lot of Nigerians, a lot of young Nigerians especially, they've been calling on INEC to start voters' registration exercise. They want to vote in 2023, and they want INEC to register new voters. But INEC is currently not registering new voters. 
And a lot of people have asked me, can you should make a bill, make a bill that will make INEC do voters registration. Now, the fact is that we don't need a bill for INEC to do voters registration because it is their duty, right? That is what the law mandates them to do. What we can do is a motion to urge them. There's a difference. A bill is if you're making a new law or editing an existing law. But a motion is to urge or push them to do their responsibility. So we can have a motion because the Electoral Act actually mandates INEC to continuously register voters. Just go on Google and download the Electoral Act because a lot of people say things like, we don't like the Electoral Act. Then I ask, what don't you like about the Electoral Act? So you go on Google and download it, Nigeria's Electoral Act. Now, Section 9 of the Electoral Act says, INEC shall compile, maintain, and update on a continuous basis a national register of voters. Then 9.2 says, the commission shall maintain as part of a national register of voters a registration of voters for each state of the federation and for the federal capital territory. Then it goes on and on and on. And um, in section 10, it says, without prejudice to section 10.5, there shall be continuous registration of all persons qualified to be registered voters. So the law makes it explicitly clear that INEC should continuously register voters. What INEC currently does is that they wait for like six months to election or three months to election. Then they reopen the exercise and we have thousands, tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of Nigerians trying to register to vote. Then there's a lot of queue. There's a lot of stampede. You see a lot of inefficiencies and a lot of people will be upset. A lot of people will just go home. They can't register. And a lot of people end up being disenfranchised. And that's not good for our democracy, right? So we need people to get registered. So I put out a motion on the floor to urge INEC to commence the registration of voters. Now, INEC have responded and they said in the first quarter of this year, 2021, that they are going to resume registration. But I heard from a reliable source that the issue is not whether INEC wants to register voters or not. The issue is actually money. If you calculate the money INEC needs to register continuously every month till 2023, for a whole year, for example, the money it will cost is more than the entire budget of INEC. So it's impossible, it's not practicable for them to make it a truly continuous exercise. So what INEC is trying to do is find a middle ground like do it in the first quarter, then maybe in the last quarter of 2021, they do it again. They open it mid-2022, then ending 2022 in preparation for 2023. Okay, fair enough. If funds is a problem, they should at least do something. We can't afford a situation where there's going to be a lot of stampede and a lot of people will be disenfranchised. So, good one on that. Now, another major thing that happened after the NSAS protests was the issue of FRSA carrying guns. Because a lot of people are already angry with the police, extrajudicial killings, police harassing innocent citizens, obviously because of the guns they carry, because if they don't carry guns, they won't be able to harass citizens the way they've been harassing them. So we heard that FRSC, the Federal Road Safety Corps, they also want to start carrying guns to carry out their duties and there's been a lot of opera a lot of people have been upset about that that why would the men and women of frsc why 
should they carry guns? And a lot of people have asked me this question. Now, what do I think about this? Now, the first thing we need to do is download the FRSA Act. Just as I mentioned about the uh, Electoral Act. You need to download the FRSA Act and see the duties of FRSC. So if we download that, we're going to be seeing things like this. Functions of the FRSC. We see things like preventing or minimizing accidents on the highway, clearing obstruction on any part of the highways, educating drivers, motorists, and other members of the public generally on the proper use of the highways, designing and producing the driver's license to be used by various categories of vehicle operators, determining from time to time the requirements to be satisfied by an applicant for a driver's license, designing and producing vehicle number plates, the standardization of highway traffic code, preventing or minimizing accidents on the highway, clearing obstruction on any part of the highways, educating drivers, motorists, and other members of the public generally on the proper use of the highways, giving prompt attention and care to victims of accidents, conducting researches into causes of motor accidents and methods of preventing them, um, registration licensing, roadworthiness of vehicles, driver license, use of expressway, use of construction of vehicle highway codes, and in general, human vehicle and environmental work factors to make the highway safe, establishment of road clinics for the treatment of accident victims, establishment and regulation of ambulance services, the speed which motor vehicles of any class or description may be driven either generally and so on and so forth. The particulars to be marked on motor vehicles, the towing or drawing of vehicles and so on and so forth. You know these things, the usual. Now, these are the functions of FRSC. So we ask, why do they need guns? Why do they need to carry arms? Why do they need to carry arms with all these functions? Someone said, uh, a lot of people have died, a lot of FRSC men and women have died carrying out their duties. But before I come to that, let me say this quickly. They are asking for guns basically because the law allows them, right? This is them actually have been reading their functions. Section 19 of that act, the FRSC act, like I said, go download it. Section 19 says, for the purpose of carrying out or enforcing the provisions of this act. Such members of the court, as may be determined by the commission, exposed to high risk in the enforcement of the provision of this act, shall have the same powers, authorities, and privileges, including power to bear arms, as are given by law to members of the Nigerian police. So section 19 of the FRSA Act, allows them to bear arms, which means allows them to carry guns. Now, which of these their duties require them to carry guns? I don't think there's any. Now, now as I mentioned a few minutes ago, people are saying, yeah, some people that are supporting their actions are saying, yeah, a lot of them are dead. They died on the road. They've been harassed. I said, look, does that mean every sector of the economy, because there's danger in the country, every one of them is going to carry guns? We'll soon hear that youth cop members nyc because they face dangers in some places they should carry guns as well that's what the argument is going to be if there are some dangerous areas where the guys of the frsc are working then we can attach the police to them attach the police to them so that they can keep them safe don't give them guns by the time you give them guns then there are more guns on the system. Then you find scrupulous ones. They won't start extorting people. Those that will not agree to the extortion, 
they threaten them with guns, then you hear accidental discharge, you hear them killing people, then we have another end SARS menace on our hands. We don't want that. So how do we solve this? Now, this is different from one of the motion where you urge because the law is in place. Now, we don't want this law. So we need to remove this section, section 19 from the FRSA Act. So I sponsored the bill approved by the Speaker. So I presented it on the floor of the House of Representatives um, that sealed first reading. Well, all bills sealed first reading anyway. That sealed first reading, that was in, I think, mid-December. So when we resume, I'll push it so that we can go for second reading. Um, there's a lot of bills being pushed by different members. So it's not always easy to get your bills on the floor. And as I've mentioned in some on some platforms, I'll probably do a podcast on that as well. Uh, the process of making a law. You submit a bill, goes to the first reading, then the second reading, then goes to the committee stage. There's a public hearing where everybody comes to debate. Then the report is submitted back to the floor. Then there's a third reading. After the third reading, then it goes to the Senate. Then goes through the process in the Senate as well. You know, we run a bicameral legislature in Nigeria. And if the bill is coming from the Senate as well, after it passes, it gets to the third reading Senate, it comes to the House of Representatives as well. So it's the same thing. So it goes through the process. Usually a long process. Sometimes it can take as much as two years or more. But I think that's the way it should be because we're talking about laws that'll be binding on 200 million Nigerians, even hundreds of millions of Nigerians that have not been born. These are laws that will be binding. So it shouldn't be something some people will gather in one corner of their houses and make. It should be something that will go through a very, very, very rigorous process. So I'll do my best so that by February, March, we can go for the second reading. Then maybe by April, May, we can do the public hearing. And by the middle of the year, we shall have the third reading and then can go to the Senate from there. So hopefully within a year, we'll be able to remove this part of the bill. I hope we don't face much opposition. We're going to remove this part of the bill, which I think is very unnecessary. They shouldn't bear arms. So that's what has been happening. And in the process, I've continued to wrap my book um, bit by bit. I'm like halfway through the book titled How to Sell to Nigerians. It's a follow-up to my best-selling book, Small Business, Big Money. If you haven't bought Small Business, Big Money, you're missing. So go to smallbusinessbigmoney.ng, www.smallbusinessbigmoney.ng to to see how you can buy it. Then I've got the paid newsletter website where I write an article every week. Um, you can learn business from me on that platform as well. It's www.theakinalabiletter.com. That's the, T-H-E, theakinalabiletter.com. So you can check that out as well. So as I said, doesn't matter if it's a short episode, doesn't matter if it's a long episode, I'll make sure I say something regularly and bring to you. So by the next episode... I'll be talking, I'll be getting back to small business. We don't politics and governance this week. Next week, I'll be answering questions on small business and marketing. So until next week, I'll see you or I'll talk to you. Bye.